really just tired in general. So, like, yeah. I'm, I'm just exhausted. So, like, whatever. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Traveling Hoopers podcast. I am your host, Alan Perry, and these two fine gentlemen will introduce themselves. Well, I am fine. Thanks for telling the world, Alan. My name is Philip Dixon, a.k.a. the one and only. Uh, you can follow me on everything, because I have everything. Uh, what's up? I'm Calvin McGowan, and you can follow me on most things. I'm probably not going to do anything on them, though. Calvin, so. hey, I feel like if we pull up your account, you would just look like a bot, bro. Probably. Probably. I got, what, like 12, maybe? 12 tweets? Probably not. Probably not. Don't even. (laughs) Like, I barely use it. I definitely don't tweet. Do you at least retweet? Spread the love. Occasionally. What do you do in your free time? Not tweet, if that's what you're asking. Like, do you get on Twitter at all? I actually kind of try and stay away from it, if I'm being real. What about Instagram? Same thing. I think I, would, I have, like, a little time thing on my phone, like, 15 minutes a day on a, on average. Wow. Do you, like, read lots of books? Um, I try. At this point, it's mostly been, like, a lot of YouTube, though. Ah, okay, 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 okay. I was like, what application do you use? Because you're not using Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. I'm like, that takes up six hours of my day. So I'm like, I don't know what I would do with those extra six hours. Productive? No way. Sleep. (laughs) Man, I'm I'm sure I'm glad I wasn't born in the 1800s. (laughs) I'll be stuck. I ain't trying to do none of that. So, like, there's a couple reasons why I'm glad I'm not born in the 1800s. But another one of them is uh, we don't have, we didn't have applications. But also, we're the age that we remember there being no apps or phones or cell phones. I mean, so like, I really like being over exaggerating. I'm over exaggerating. I'm like, oh, uh, what would I do with no apps? Because like, that was middle school. I just played Game Boy. Pokemon. That's the original app, bro. Ugh, this is a lot of dead air. It's about to be a low energy fucking podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me I watched the NBA because I ain't watched nothing, bro. I ain't watched nothing but that uh that Lakers Clipper game. I watched it all, bro. I watched the uh, I watched the Nuggets. I watched the, uh, the 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 Portland Trailblazers yesterday. I'm about to clip on the. Uh, I'm about to clip on the uh, the uh, what are they called the the Pelicans the Grizzly the Pelicans Grizzly, Grizzly game that's, that comes on at 5:30. That's yeah, I'm interested in in catching that. I I tried to watch some WNBA, but I wasn't feeling basketball at all. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna lie to you. The way the NBA set this up, I really forget there's no crowds until they keep showing like the virtual people. But like when they're on the court. They set it up to where, like, I really do forget. Like, you, you ever watch those, like, uh, those, like, um, the World versus Africa games? You know what I'm talking about? So, I'm, like, I haven't watched them, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't watch them either. But, like, when I, like, you know, skim over, I'm like, oh, they're playing Africa. 
which I probably shouldn't like, oh, pretty Africa, and then keep on going. But like when I skim over it, I'm just like, you know, this gives off that same kind of vibe, except this game, these games actually mean something, which is like impressive. You know what I mean? Like, like it's 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 impressive that the NBA is really pulling this off because these games feel like legitimate games. They don't feel like summer league games, or they don't feel like you know, like uh, subpar games. I should say, like they legit feel like games. When J- James Harden is guarding, or when James Harden is guarding uh, Giannis, you're really into it. You know what I mean? It's not like a because like James Harden is really playing defense because it's real games where these stats really matter for their legacies and whatever. You know what I mean? For the career stats and all kind of stuff. So it's like it's really interesting just to like the, I guess like looking at the psychology of the players and just, like, the format that the NBA has come up with. Something I just thought about, though, is, like, the NBA probably messed up its own draft this year. Mm-hmm. They like, messed up more than the draft, bro, but, yeah. Well, let's just start with the draft. You can get into the stuff, but it's just, like, no, nah, because, like, um, in spite of myself, I was actually on, like, Twitter today, and, like, I saw a bunch of stuff about, I know, right? But, like, I saw a bunch of stuff about, um, like, players deciding to come back instead of staying in the draft. Um, I think, like, Trendon Watford, uh, for one. A bunch of dudes who probably would have stayed if, like, it was a regular year. Yeah. Luke Um, Garza. Yeah, I haven't seen anything about him. He's decided to stay. Yep. Made the announcement yesterday. Apparently this year is going to be like some like record number of people staying in like a last couple of decades yeah. uh, than how it actually has been for which makes sense right like it's not it's not surprising. Um, are more people also going to the G League and jumping and all kind of stuff that is going to be a the probably the case too as well right the the, the closer we get to basketball seasons the next season but I don't understand why the NBA didn't do what the NFL did for the draft. Like, is there a reason why they, why they didn't do that? They, I thought they wanted more game film or something. I don't remember. I thought it was something kind of dumb. Uh, at least dumb in hindsight. Mm. But I think, I thought they wanted, like, yeah, I thought it had something to do with that. Because, like, you know, team, like, technically the college basketball season didn't truly finish. Like, we don't have an NCAA champ. Like, there, I think there might be conference champs. But, like. Yeah. Uh, it's also kind of sad because, like, a lot of teams that are basically never good were good for the first time since, like, my parents were, like, five. So, so like, that was... they... So they, assumingly, didn't realize that at that point when the NBA draft... When was the NBA draft? When When is it? What, what month is that? It, June? In June. In, yeah, like, it would have happened in June. Like, a week so after. Like in June... Month. They realized that this, or by June, they realized that this was going to go on for quite some time, the pandemic-wise, and, you know, quarantine and whatever falls along with that. So you would think that they go, okay, the structure that the NFL had wasn't that crazy of a structure. It was people had cameras in their houses, and it was Roger Goodell sitting in his house going and opening an envelope or reading a tablet or whatever it was, right? Like, Adam Silver can't do that? Like, and it's, and it's way cheaper than it was, you know, in, in, you know, it saves them money in comparison to, you know, this year we're in Chicago or New York or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I say, and, and they're bringing all these fans in. It saves them money overall. 
So I don't understand why they just didn't do it in June once they realized, because we realized it's going to be a long time in what, April? Like, it really don't make no sense. I really don't understand. All right. A little bit of insider information. So, like, some people who do, like, scouting for the NBA, like, part of the reason why this is happening is a lot of the teams who are historically bad at drafting don't do scouting well. So, it's nice that the games happened. Yeah. But they don't. They can't really, they're not good decision makers based off that. So they wanted to use the draft combine. Like a lot of them need the draft uh, combine to like get their hands and eyes on them. And it's man, imagine needing the combine. The NBA combine is so I mean, like you can, you if you do it right, you probably can find someone folks aren't looking at like that. The NBA combine is so like, I appreciate it because it shows like athleticism, but. Basketball is such more is so much more than athleticism. It's so skill based. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. craftiness with the ball is so much more than just athleticism. So like right. it's not football. Like mm-hmm. like so if you're a team and you're basing a ton of stuff off of potential through like oh he's got really long arms or whatever it is, and all of a sudden you're like you got a bunch of taco falls or whatever and bull bull fall into the second round for whatever reason. You know what I mean, like, uh, oh no, he like, was fall. Because he was hurt and he's giant, but they, like they he was hurt, him. but he still he was nice, and he could have he could have came back that season, but he, he said he sat out because he wanted to go to the NBA. He was going to the NBA no matter what, you know what I mean? It's a one on, it's a one and done no matter what. So I'm just like, if you're a team and you're depending that much on the NBA combine, you really boo boo, like you really huh. boo boo. Like how you got a job? Uh, somebody's got to make the money. <laughs> you don't pay people money. That's the crazy thing. Man, give me the money. Give me the money. I'll I'll tell you who's gonna be good before the combine. You were here talking about the combine. Like you were here. Ooh, he 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 hit this the forty two inch slapsticks. Like come on, that's so whack. Bro, Loki, you could you you shouldn't do this, but you could Loki scroll through Twitter and kind of find out like who can play. What do you mean? Like, if you follow the right, like, people, like, people who do scouting professionally, like, this is what they get paid for, you can just look at their notes. All you need, all you need, really, to find out if a player can play, all you need is 10 games, 10 games in a row, uh, because, you know, you they might get on a hot streak, but, like, unless you're Kobe Bryant, you're not on no 10-game hot streak, you know what I mean? Like, all you need is 10 games, you need three practices to show like work ethic and all that kind of stuff to see like the ins and outs of like how their their mind works when not when they're not in the actual game. And that's all you really need. Like ten games shows you skill in a game. It shows you what they can do against legitimate competition. It shows you you know uh, skill wise how you know they, they 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 adapt to certain situations. But then practice shows you just work ethic. What do they do when the when the behind closed doors, things like that? You don't need a combine. You just need those three things or those two things, really. Like, and, and then you, you can add in, you know, little, you know, personal workouts, I guess. But per, like Kevin Durant proved that personal workouts, workouts don't mean nothing. Like, Wait, was, was, were his terrible or something? Oh, his combine numbers were god awful. He just happened to be seven foot and can poop. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day. 
can you hoop, right? Like, that don't matter. You, you can be, we know so many people in the NBA who can jump the highest, who can run the fastest, but can you hoop, though? Like, that's all that matters. And some, and a lot of those dudes, they get built off, which is a problem that's happened more recently, I guess. I'll say recently, like the last like 10 years, I guess, where they draft more off potential than they do, like, can you hoop? And it's not great. That's, 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 that's not a great concept. If I might, though, like, that's not necessarily, I don't think the whole drafting for potential is necessarily all that new. Because, like, and granted, it's not as much of a thing now, but, like, it wasn't that long ago we used to see dudes, like, get drafted, especially in, like, the second round or whatever, off the fact that they're, like, seven foot tall. And, like, that's it, pretty much. It's like, you can't teach seven feet tall. It's like, you're right, you can. But the fact, but the fact that he can't play ball is a problem. Or it should yeah. be. Yeah, that's true. Um, but then, you know, I hate Paul Pierce as a commentator. Everything that comes out of his mouth is pure garbage. But he did say in one of his interviews that if he were coming out of college today, he would be very late second round or wouldn't get drafted at all because of his numbers, right? Because of his numbers, and he was a very skill-based player. Like, he was a skill-based player. Automatically, you watch his game his whole entire life. He wasn't the quickest, the fastest, but he could get a bucket. You know what I mean? So, like, so like if 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 he was getting drafted in the – what's the word before? If he was getting drafted with the qualifications that a lot of people draft him today, then, like, he would not be nearly as uh, sought after as he was when he was coming up. And, like, and like I can go through and say that, but he's the one who's saying this. I'm like, okay, that makes a lot of sense, though, because he don't, he don't say a lot of things that make sense. So whenever he does, I pay attention. Um, but also, like, I don't know. Because, like, also you have people like Gilbert Arenas who ran who ran uh, their – he ran on the treadmill for, like, when they do, like, the testing all kind of stuff for the combine. He ran on it in Tim's. He didn't care because he's like, okay, give me, that, give me that basketball and I can hoop. You know what I mean? And it turned out. He could, you know what I mean? That's all. I, like so, like you know, I'm not sure like how how you should how far you should dig deep into these combine numbers for basketball, football. They over here dissecting dudes, like dudes like me, human no more. You over here in the hyperbolic time chamber. But like in uh in basketball, I'm not sure how wild, how validated those numbers really are in the grand scheme of things. Paul Pierce also tripping, by the way. There's no way he would have been a second round pick. Yeah, and, and all that. Wait, six, seven, way too much skill. Come on, bro. All-American. Um, <laughs> he averaged 20 points a game his junior year. Well, we know a lot of people that average big big buckets that don't get where they are. You know what I mean? Like, or don't go where they should be. Big 12. What? He did it in the Big 12. Like, if you if you have numbers like that, and you have like a skill set, especially a scoring skill set. Somebody's when, going, at the bare minimum, he would have been a late first round. When's the last time, and he should never even be late first round. When's the last time somebody who got buckets in college, or who can you think of anybody who got buckets in college, who the NBA was just like no on? Can you think of anybody? Jimmer Fredette. I, like I get that, like he, 
was not passing the ball to nobody. His IQ was awful when you watch him at BYU. Like, he was just pulling up from the half court. Like, can you take a step in? Like, they're not they're giving you the space. Take a step in. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of get that. I'm not going to front. But Jerry, Jerry for that, but Jerry for that, he was, was he? I didn't he like actually that. had really good combine numbers. I remember. Who? For that, he test, he actually tested pretty well at the combine. I don't know. His game was garbage to me. It was fun to, like, it, it was a lot of fun to watch. Let's not pretend. No, no, it was, you know, Jimmer, you know, everybody was doing that back in the day, shooting from dumb far. But I never liked his game. Like, he was just shot for far. But if you if you I mean if you if I sat down and watched his game, I hated this game. I'm like, okay, he's shooting from dumb far. He getting lots of buckets, but like his buckets don't mean nothing. They 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 win in they win in minimal games that a team should win with somebody scoring that many points. I mean, with that being said, he also played for BYU, and I can't name nobody else from that BYU team. I I can, but like not for not because of basketball, because I think he got mentioned in like a Wale song that I like at one point. But like that's it. <laughs> can you can you name anybody from any BYU team? Besides for that. Um from a BYU team. Bro, they had a pair of incoming freshmen that I was like super high on, and I do not remember either one of their names. And they were like that was like my favorite duo. And they turned out to be hot garbage. Got back in the league. I mean, they turned to be what? They turned out to be hot garbage, bro. Uh, okay, that's what I thought you said. Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure I didn't hear what you said at first. <laughs> hot garbage. Now BYU was always trash to me. I was not a BYU fan, but you know, to each his own. <laughs> like, ugh, like, didn't they have who was that guy on the team? I kicked off. He got kicked out because he had a girl in his room. I. I think that was the dude I'm thinking about. Uh, Brendan Davies, I think. Yeah, he got kicked out because he had a girl's room for that Mormon school. Uh, you were saying uh, the NBA messed up some other stuff, too, like with how they're doing this stuff. What else they messed up, Alan? Like, they're like what I'm going to think about. On, my, on a personal, I think they, they messed up the next season. To me. It's fine. The season, you have two shortened seasons back to back. Like, it's... Why? I mean, I don't I was know. a big believer in just throwing this one away. And just start a, start anew. It's it's a pandemic, guys. We, we, we put the asterisks there. People understand. Like, I, I know why they did it, but, like... Two back-to-back shortened seasons, and it's not like it was a lockout or anything. Just, I mean, just looks weird. It, it's going to look very weird in history. It's going to look weird, but it's unnecessary. It's going to look very weird. Anyway, you and you don't think it's necessary at all? I, I didn't mean, say really it. not. Wait, what? He said you don't think it was necessary at all. Like, I really don't think it. I guess the I guess finishing out this season is that, is that what you're saying is necessary? Or not necessary? Alan, Philip, I, I was talking to you. Me? Get off your yeah, phone, bro. No, I'm trying to get. I'm not trying to my phone. I'm trying to get on this Pelicans game, but my my TV provider messing up. Talk a lot of you. I try to be all slight and all sneaky, but all of a sudden my TV water AT&T started messing up on me. How you gonna be slight and sneaky, bro? You on video. I can see you. 
Damn. You like right in front of the camera, bro. Uh, <laughs> like, what the yeah. extend on iPad? Like, come on, bro. Hey, this is iPad fat though. Um, what's the question? Now you say you were asking about whether or not something was necessary, and I think in terms of, I guess like finishing out the season or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Alan, you you don't think that you think it's just weird? You don't think that it's a necess- you don't think it's unnecessary? You just think it's gonna be strange? Yeah, it just, it just looks it's gonna look really weird. And but, I could also see all the pettiness of like, let's say LeBron wins these two rings. Ooh, I'm like, I'm like dog. Don't- so many asterisks, and I do I do not want to hear the LeBron slander, bro. You know, first of all, he won't win. But have you seen? Uh, but the asterisk would be this is one of the more difficult seasons to win championship in. No, like, like, hey, not to everybody, but people who truly know basketball. Because I I'm done talking to people who don't know basketball. If you know basketball, this is this is one going to be one of the counted as one of the most difficult seasons to win a championship in. Right, mental argument. Say it again. Argument. It does that might be true, but it does not apply to the Lakers because the Lakers have LeBron and Anthony Davis. But the Lakers did lose Avery Bradley and Rajon Rondo, and Avery Bradley was a big deal for them. Okay. I'm not saying that like like there aren't that there's not that because like there are dudes who just like decided not to play, stay at home, or whatever. A pandemic makes perfect sense and all that. But, like, it's like, yeah, they lost important pieces, but so did everybody else. And even though they lost important pieces, they still have Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Well, the way they were looking, the way they were looking the other day against the Clippers, who didn't have Lou Will or Montrezl Harrell, if they win the whole thing, I'm going to give, I got to give them their props. Hey, they were not looking solid. Ain't no way they win after that, bro. Bro, there's no, look. If you watch that game, it's an extra is, forty points covered. If you watch that game, there is no way they're winning a championship. There's no way. Like, 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 like. Can can they even beat the Rockets? I'm gonna say that because the Rockets were looking good. Like the Rockets were looking very, very good. For whatever reason, maybe uh, the rest helped them out. I don't know. Like. The Rockets were looking good. The Rockets was looking good for like the last twenty games of the season before everything went to. Uh, when they took that, uh, when they when they took that, uh, you the no center thing. Yeah, I I think that's gonna come back to bite them in the butt in the, in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, you going against Anthony Davis? It's definitely gonna come back to bite you. I'm not even worried about Anthony Davis. There's so many teams that have like a legitimate post presence in the West that is just going to be unfavorable. Like, they can't do nothing to stop Nikola Jokic. Like, I, I'm going to... I can't wait for P.J. Uh, Tucker to get a hold of that. Like, he might be able to stop him from scoring, but that is an offense unto himself. Uh, oh, and last week, me and Kyle were talking about Michael Porter Jr., and he is playing. I, I, I know. He got a... He had... Yeah. He having a career high right now. Yeah, but you weren't here last week, Calvin. You should have been here he, to tell us that he was playing. He's he's he, he's playing, Calvin. He apparently he's doing like he putting work. I mean, if you if you would have looked at the video that I painstakingly edited, like I I did the research. I was listening. Hey, y'all messed up so many names last week. Nurkic, 
That's the center from Portland, by the way, guys. What do you say? I don't know who y'all said, but it was so off. Man, I don't like on the European team. I thought... No, we, we mentioned um, Whiteside, I thought. Yeah, we mentioned Whiteside. It was Whiteside and somebody else. <laughs> but it wasn't your... <laughs> it was not your... Like, I, like, I was like, you don't even play for Portland. What, who are y'all talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's on us. That's on us. Our fault. Our fault. Uh, we ain't gonna do it again. I promise, Alan. You don't have to do that painstaking uh, editing anymore because we gonna we gonna get the names right. Nah, you're probably gonna need to do it at some point. Let's not pretend. I'll just show up to the podcast next time so I can correct y'all on the spot. That's true. Uh, we really, we really. Appreciate- <laughs> you thought I'd just show up next time? Uh, we'd really appreciate that. Yeah. But uh, nah, it's it's way too many teams in the West that it's like four legitimate like options in the West that have big men that are going to scare the rest of the the rest of the Rockets. Name them. <clears throat> we got Jokic. Okay. Apparently, Nurkic is like really good now, and they can play Whiteside with Nurkic. Apparently, he's always been really good. Yeah, but like it's like since coming back. Apparently, like he's much better now, or like a like he like he can be a facilitator in the score uh-huh. and also give you really good defense. And then they got to worry about Jokic if they play Denver in like the second round. Like I do not have a lot of faith in Rudy Gobert as like a scorer, but that is a low defensively. And uh, who, who else? Who AD Lakers? Clippers, that's what, five teams? Man, Clippers got Zubak and, and a 36-year-old Noah. Look, Montrezl Harrell, and you got to remember, that's just like a collective of big dudes. Like, I, they got like seven dudes that's over like 6'8". Yeah, or at least works. like 6'7". Six, six, like, you, they, I don't think I don't think they got the size to really deal with that. Yeah, that's true. The Lakers are... While the... The Lakers are really, really, really big. But the Clippers are big themselves, though. Because, like, their wings are gigantic. But Patrick Beverly's small and Lou Williams small. But, like, that's it. Lou Williams is going to give you buckets. Like, he's not there for defense. Yeah, Patrick right. Beverly feels bigger on defense <laughs> than he actually is. Like, he's a little, like, little, little, what do they call them? Uh, what are those dogs with the squished faces? Uh, Bulldog? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the... What are those? Don't tell me you're talking about a pug, bro. A pug. Yeah. He a pug. He a pug. Yeah. Pugs don't got no fight, bro. Pugs ain't trying to fight. Like Calvin said, that made us a bulldog. Pugs ain't trying to fight? (laughs) Look, I don't know nothing about pugs. I'm not going to front with you. Then why would you use pugs in that situation? I felt right. (laughs) I don't know. Pugs? Every time I walk to a house, the, the pug. You know, always yapping, yapping, run up into your leg, and that's, I, feel, I feel like that's Patrick Beverly to a LeBron at least. I mean, I get what you go at LeBron. That's that's more puggish. But if we're talking about like Westbrook or Harden, that's a little bit more bulldogish. Where he, he he get that bite. Yeah, I'm not gonna, he get that bite. Yeah, I'm not gonna, <laughs> get that bite, bro. He already tore um, Westbrook's meniscus once. That's not funny. You hear me? That was so disrespectful. I'm not saying that, that was a joke. I'm not that saying that was so joke. disrespectful. 
It was a wild play, bro. Because it wasn't even a play. The whistle had been blown. <laughs> so disrespectful to touch somebody AC or meniscus when the whistle already been blown. Hey, three wildest plays in uh, <clears throat> in OKC history. James Harden getting elbowed in the back of the head by a uh, metal world piece. That was nuts. <laughs> Every time I watch it, I, I I can't help but be like, he, he, maybe he did it on purpose. Like, oh no, bro. Uh, Wait, that meniscus tear. He did what on purpose? Uh, metal world piece, bro. You said maybe he did it on purpose. Come maybe, on now, Alan. Maybe. maybe. No, like he didn't do it on purpose. That was he didn't do it on purpose. I'm, I'm not going. That was the most I can't fight. I that can't was fight. The most wild thing you could you could possibly do. That was so nuts. Like I remember seeing it for the first time, and I was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> like I like I wasn't I wasn't watching basketball when the mouse the mouse and the piles happened. But that was I ain't never seen nobody get head butted so hard the neck like it broke. Oh, oh like, elbow just. Yeah. Stop playing basketball and he start fighting Kimbo Slice. I was like, man, that don't make no sense. I, was oh, not, no. I really forgot all about that, how nuts that was. <laughs> hey, when's the last time you re- rewatched The Malice in the Palace? Like, at least the fight. Last last year. Oh, so entertaining. It's so probably one of the most entertaining things in sports, right? Uh, like, it's. It gives me all the rush of UFC and all the fear of oh my goodness they are really just they just all, the, <laughs> all the rush for all the fear. That's nuts. You can't tell me you, you ain't never looked at so many people in the NBA like I I know you can fight and then actually seeing them do it like I don't know <laughs> like I don't I don't know it's like there's certain dudes in the NBA you just don't fight. Lonzo. But, huh? What? Lonzo, you remember Brandon, we just fought last year? So what? Uh, was was it the Brandon Ingram? I think Brandon Ingram got into a scrap. And Lonzo just walked the other way. Yes, yeah, happened like two years ago, I think. He's like, they ain't got nothing to do with me, big dog. Yeah, he said. I think in the interview they said he said, uh, "This is the NBA. They don't really fight." <laughs> He's, so he just walked away. Brandon Ingram was the one who was right there quick when uh, Rondo and uh, CP3 had that little headbutt thing going on. Oh, that little headbutt thing happened. That little headbutt thing. Yeah, Brandon Ingram's right there. <clears throat> that's a, that's the top ten uh, disrespectful moment in the NBA. You think? Come on, bro. Somebody got spit on. Somebody got spit on the chin check right after, like, that's, that's top 10, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's not lying. That is true. That, like, getting spit on somebody, or some spit, getting spit on by, by somebody, is more disrespectful than, like, getting open hand slapped by somebody. Because you get open hand slapped by somebody, that means they weren't even trying to knock you out. <laughs> they just want you to feel that pain. Like, that's so disrespectful to another grown man. But getting spit on? Who did the guy have? Like, I, like I've never been spit on for my life. But if I did, I might be, I might be in jail. Nah, I ain't good. <clears throat> I don't know, bro. I, I think that's a blackout moment if I get spit on. Especially if you did it on purpose. Like, <sighs> that is so disrespectful. Calvin, <laughs> you been spit on before? Nah, not trying to either. 
Oh, you nuts. Imagine, oh, imagine getting spit on at the wreck. Man, that would have been break you a foul call. Hit somebody spit on you. Like, oh man, twenty twenty, you better catch on. <laughs> you better get it spit on right. Now. Look, you you playing you playing a little unsanctioned, uh, you know, basketball, a little pickup game, <laughs> a little pickup game right now. All of a sudden, somebody spit on you. You gotta fight because it's with the pandemic going on. Oh no, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> you come. <gotta, laughs> if you hooping during the pandemic, I know you spit on people. Cause you are you risking it all, you risking it all for basketball. Like and you're not getting paid for it. I already know you spit on people. You don't care. I wouldn't say all that. I would say all <laughs> that. spit on people. That's. <laughs> I mean, I I don't spit on nobody. I did. I did do one hoop sesh. So you spit on somebody once. That's what I'm hearing. I did one hoop sesh. Since March, what is that? March twelfth or whatever it was when the pandemic really everything got shut down, like the middle of March. I did one hoop sesh, and they no one spitting on nobody because they do the whole gym squaring up. Hey, please tell me when y'all played wreck, played at the wreck. Please tell me it was like five out. Like y'all just y'all just had the motion offense. Like nobody was trying to post up, right? Listen, it wasn't that. It wasn't at no wreck. It was at like a like a invite only private thing by like some like people I knew in high school, high school. but like not Belton, like AAU and all kind of stuff. Like in, in a very like personalized gym that like AAU t- like my old AAU team has and you know practices in or practiced in before everything got shut down. Mm-hmm. So it was like very specific group of people. It who it wasn't just the wreck where. Bob Schmo and his homies popping up. You know what I mean? Like, nah, they ain't, they, I ain't playing with them people. Them people dirty. Hey, bro, how y'all feel about uh, them letting kids play AU right now? That's ignorant. <laughs> Especially, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of dumb. Like, I, I, clearly we watched it, but like, yeah. It's, like, it's I'm, I'm the watching this there, but like. That's uh-huh. ignorant. Having kids play AU now is very ignorant. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's like any youth sports right now is ignorant. It's a bit ignorant if you letting your if you letting your kid play a bit ignorant. If you are a like the league overseer and you're like you know sanctioning these games, you also very ignorant. <laughs> like you're gonna be sanctioning these games but not showing up to the watch watch, watch them yourself because you want to be safe. That's ignorant as hell. I know a lot of baseball and softball little league things are still going on too. <clears throat> did you did you hear part of the reason why um, I think it was the MLB why they don't have like a bubble? It's too many teams, he said. Too many players. <clears throat> Another thing was uh, they at the beginning someone threw out the idea that uh, because of the way that baseball is set up outside of the ball. There's, they already naturally social distance, which, which which is true. Besides two positions, yeah. But you know what's stupid about that? Everybody's in the dugout. I I thought they were. I thought there was some stuff saying they social distance in the dugout. Now that I, I say it, I'm not really. I, I don't know. I mean, that, not, is facts. <laughs> that is that that is facts. There's not enough space, and then everybody has to come to the water cooler at some point. Like, come on, dude. Like. <laughs> That is facts. 
Like, they do get thirsty. Got to pull that mask down. Got to go, 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 go. That is that. That is true. Huh. At this point, it's for uh, <clears throat> it's time for basketball to go ahead and become our uh, national pastime, bro. Football is gonna be. Only football is gonna make it through the season. They, cause they, they can't come together to talk about it. No, 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 no. These owners and the owners and players are on two different parts. Like when it comes to the owners and the players being on one accord, the NBA is like on a different level than like any of the other sports programs. Them are like the NHL also had like four thousand people test and like no one was always positive positive. Uh, cause the NHL is doing the bubble thing also. Hey, dudes still also get to fist fight. That's completely unrelated. But, like, no other sport lets you fist fight unless it's an actual fighting sport. I just want to throw that out there. It's absolutely unrelated. <laughs> hey, you know how you can go undefeated in the fights this year in the NHL? Will you spit cough on them. someone? <laughs> Will you throw your gloves down? Spit on your hands. <laughs> Square up. As- you find me. That has to be... That has to be one of the grimiest things I've heard in my life. Spit on your own hands. Two, two. What are you going to do now? Oh, no, I'm walking away. You ain't going to see me for a cool minute. I'm I'm dipping out the bubble. I won. That's what matters. But you're in a bubble. Ideally, you shouldn't have nothing. So it really shouldn't matter, actually. Like, if you're in a bubble, like, you and you a major league, you, if you're in baseball, you fight. And I'm like, okay, okay. I don't know where you ate last night, whatever. But if you're in a bubble, you really can't be in that bubble unless you're clean. So you at that point you just spitting your hands for no reason, like you really were just spitting on yourself too. too. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you spit on your hands in at any time? Nah, that's good, bro. You won. I'm bowing out. I don't gotta do this. I mean that that's not even like cool. Like that's like the least cool thing you could do in a fight. People try to look cool as, you know, put their pants up a little bit, you know. They got their own little form a little bit. Yeah, but trying to be cool is how you lose fights, though. You said what? I said trying to be cool is how you lose fights, though. Listen, I've seen some of the cool... Almost every cool person I know who... who They weren't cool outside the fight. But when they squared up, they made cool motions. I ain't never seen one lose. <laughs> like, I'm like a lot of you. What are cool motions in, Bro. like... Like, like we, cool motions in a fight are like the motions you make that let people know that you can fight. Does that make sense? So like, so like if you came like like, a, like if if you're fighting right, so you're fighting and you pulled your pants up, you know, and you start doing this right, why yada yada. That's not a cool motion. But if you over here, you know, you over here duck, ducking and dodging and weaving before no one before anybody throws a punch, you ducking dive, dodging and weaving. I ain't find you. Like, you don't know. Uh, you got form? Oh, no. You got form? <laughs> you got form? No, it's, it's, it's a wrap. When you say form, that makes sense. But I was like, cool movement? But it's, I don't, <clears throat> I ain't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you just said. When you said form, I understand form in fighting, but not cool movement. I don't, I don't know what that is. Form and cool. I just like form and cool. Like, I just, uh, you know, I make them uh, associate with one another. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, moving it back to basketball a little bit. Um, <laughs> you look disappointed. <laughs> I am disappointed, bro. 
No, nah, this is something I was thinking about, and y'all can tell me if I'm off base or whatever. Like, Z- Zion Williamson should probably get whoever helps um, Blake Griffin, like, helps Blake Griffin over his career, like, get better. Because it's what, like, what? all right. So, something I was thinking, like, I was thinking about, right? So, you know, Blake came in the league, he's considered, you know, uber, like, super athletic. Dunking basically everything. Um, you know, I had a little skill, but no one really paid attention to that. It's just like, it's, it's just the dunks and I guess rebounding or whatever. Like, basically, I feel like they're, they're similar starting points. And like, it would be benefit. It, it might be helpful to get somebody who helped Blake or otherwise someone who can do, help him get, Flesh out his skill set, basically. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you on like that from a shooting standpoint, because like Blake Griffin just got became like a really good like mid range distance shooter like overall off season. But I don't know, bro. As explosive as Zion is, he he need to work with somebody that's gonna give him some like wingish ball skills. Because but Griffin has wingish ball skills also though. He's got some pretty solid handles. Years, Blake Griffin was known as like the best ball handler of the big men in the NBA. But when, but when, uh, but when Chris Paul played with him, Chris Paul, you, you didn't see it as much because Chris Paul was so ball, so ball dominant. So like when he went to the Pistons that first like two years, you saw him doing things with the ball, like faking people out, all kind of stuff, and crossing over kind of stuff because he can do that kind of stuff because he's like a really, really good ball handler. For being six eight and whatever he is, I mean, but he had like that before. He had that before he even came to the league, though. Like there was flashes of that in uh, summer league. Zion, but if you watch Zion at Duke, he never had bad ball handling skills. Right now, the way he's playing right now in the league, and the way he played at Duke, are completely different. Because I feel like he's playing to not get hurt. Does that make sense? Because like when he he's a much more reckless player in Duke, right? So like you would see him kick, get the rebound, drill ball down court. You know, people steal for it. He go behind the back, boom, 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 dunk it, whatever it is, coast to coast, uh, a la, you know, Charles Barkley. But here, you're not really seeing that because, first of all, I feel like his run is really different. Like, the way he runs, like, he runs like he he's struggling. Like, he runs like he got hips. And I'm just like, like, I get you're, like, really athletic and it's really effective, but, like, it's a little... You don't seem as explosive on the run as you were uh, at any other point, honestly. Like, but like that might be like they, they, somebody had to work with him to reteach him how to walk or whatever it was uh, during you know while he was being in, while he was injured. So I'm not sure if that has anything to do with it or not. You know what I mean? But uh, but like I don't know. Like he has certain skills that he hasn't showed yet in the NBA because of hesitancies and he's on this like he's back on a time restriction for some reason and i don't quite get that like, i get it but i don't get it at the same time because they he was never close to getting hurt when the season was on pause so that makes me question did something happen during the pause like i don't know but they he might just be out of shape i don't know yeah. and if that's the case that's that's bad because i 
I heard they let him just have the gym. Yeah, I heard the same thing. Sports eats so just... how you how are you out of shape? Did you did you what what, did, what happened? What they literally doing? let him go to the practice facility every day. Yeah. How are you out of shape? Oh, remember he was looking real cut. Ooh, Zion over here looking shredded. Man, this man looks exactly the same. <laughs> like you know, and we know in the bubble he ain't eating no gumbo. All I gotta say is I really like Zion. I I don't see the hesitancy, like for real. Maybe I gotta like watch another game or two. How much of y'all? How much of how much of this do you think is like coaching? Mm-hmm. Like they just got him in like a bad position right now. So like I haven't really watched him too much since he's been in the league. But I remember like something that's easy to overlook because it's not something that you know you're not necessarily just gonna notice, but it just kind of keeps like he has elite level like body control, especially for a dude his size. Like you get him around the rim and he could find a way to to make the layup work or what have you, make the dunk work. Um, so like if he's not being as explosive, I would make the argument it's probably coaching because it was very much in him during. You know, at, at college, there's no reason to really not be in him now, other than like people being in his ear, and of course, people just like in on social media or like talking heads or whatever talking about he's too big or whatever. Like, and like he's a big dude, and I don't know, maybe he'd benefit from dropping weight, but like a lot of that's probably was probably muscle to begin with. I I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Zion big, but that's you you just like looking at his arms and like looking at his legs, you you can't tell me that's like like that's a lot of fat. You you can't convince me that. Like I don't know what it is. Like that's that's like a naturally just big dude, bro. Yeah. Uh you got enough money to counteract that naturally big body though. Like with enough money, you can kind of rack your naturally big body with like eating and working out or whatever it is. Like you don't like whatever you're naturally supposed to be, you can always kind of rack it. But well, I think too, I'm not quite sure. I think what we mean when we say is not just like being like fat necessarily, but just like if if he like works out or whatever, like you know, folks would want him to or what have you. He's probably just naturally going to be about that size anyway. Like it's it's just how he's going to fill out. He's going to be a big dude. Now, like, you can make him slim down, but, of course, it's going to cost some of that strength and, some, and probably some of that, I would argue, I don't know, probably some of that explosiveness. Now, how much of it, I don't know. Would it be nece- Would it be beneficial for, like, his knees or whatever? Possibly. And there's probably weight that he can lose, but, like, I'm not sure. Because he, he came in, like, 285 or something. Woo! <laughs> like. <laughs> A big boy. And, like, if he moves, like, he does now. You're gonna have a hard time convincing me that like most of that isn't wasn't muscle to begin with. But look at has but look at his 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 body frame and structure when he was in Duke, which is different than what it is now. And when he was in high school, when he was a YouTube sensation, this dude was much more slender than what he is now. But he and it feels like he was jumping way higher than what he is now. Like whenever you see, let's say. You know, two days ago, Lonzo gave him an alley oop, right? He mm-hmm. caught the alley oop, but like his head was—he he caught the alley oop as like a person would catch an alley oop. 
maybe maybe we all got spoiled because I'm used to him catching alley oops, not like normal people. <laughs> like I'm used, to, I'm used to him catching alley oops like a like a Zion alley oop or his head against the rim. You know what I mean? Even that Duke is kind of the same thing. But right now, I don't feel like he's jumping as high. But also, I thought the exact same thing with Andrew Wiggins when he first got into the league. Because really? okay, if you look at Andrew Wiggins when he was in high school for sure. And every dunk, his head was at the rim. Every single dunk. College, at KU, a little bit lower, but still. But then all of a sudden, the league, he got bounced, but it's not the same kind of bounce. So I'm like, I don't know what it is. I mean, I truly don't know what it is. But I've seen this happen to a couple people. So I'm like, is it, you know, the wear and tear of an NBA, of an NBA grind? Is it, you know... You know, is it uh, just the older you get, like, do you just jump higher at 18 than you do at 25? Which Well, like, also, like, no. when you're 18, you're generally, like, most people are generally smaller at 18 than they are, like, like after a couple of years in college or what have you, or, like, a couple of years in the league. Like, just, like, they, you probably have less muscle. You're almost certainly just, like, you just weigh less. Yeah. But with that being said, Zion having a Zion having a, a slimmer body type or a slimmer body you know structure I guess I, I don't think it would like negatively affect him you know what I mean like yes this might be his natural body size of what it is now but I don't think it'd be a negative thing for him to like suit up a little bit shrink it up a little bit. Like, how much are we talking about shrinking up? Because I, I think... It's not necessarily weight, right? It's not necessarily weight. It's just like a... Because you can, you, can, you, can, you can weigh the same, but your body is structured a little different, or your body's fitted a little different, right? But but also, like, I don't I don't, I don't, don't know. I really don't care, to tell the truth. <laughs> like, he still, he still hasn't been hurt since he's got away from... Uh, since he first came back to the league 21 games ago, I guess what it is now. Like, he hasn't been hurt. So I don't know why he's on a minute restrictions now. I I still don't really know, especially considering that there was like a what four, almost five month layoff. Yeah. Unless he just like wasn't doing anything, then you can kind of just chalk that up to being like nineteen and just like a tad bit immature with like the not going to work out or just not even the immaturity, like just not knowing. But like. But like I, I well, what a, I, for, for, from what we heard though, you, you we highly doubt that's the case, right? And he just sit around and do nothing. From what we heard, I mean, just cause, just cause you, the gym is open. Like, like, I've been in the gym before, like, oh, like just an open gym. It ain't the same, bro. It ain't the same. I mean, but he also got like, it's not the same if you at Fort Worth Rec Center, but like if you. In the NBA, like you gonna make it the same. Not not, 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 not the same, but you are gonna make it, you know, productive. You know what I mean? Like you are gonna find some productive, and you know, and the things we heard is he was in the gym, he was shooting all the time, and he, uh, what was his name? Josh Hart was like, uh, his shot looks even better now than it did before. You know what I mean? Like we're seeing, like, we're hearing these, these these narratives, but then all of a sudden he plays the first game. He playing three 15. minute bursts, three minute bursts, four minute bursts, whatever it is. I'm like, why? Like, I don't get it. Well, like, so I, I'm thinking there's something out there that they just haven't told Hold us. Yeah. I, to be honest with you, I really hope they're not tanking at this point. 
because it wouldn't it doesn't like make a lot of sense considering like this this isn't like a stellar draft unless they know something we don't and because they're the pelicans i don't think they know nothing we don't know because like historically they don't draft well and then they don't put anything around you that like they got a new boat david griffin's new though so like and he does draft fairly well for like surrounding people with talent. Now, not that. Let me take that back. Surrounding people with talent that works for them, not necessarily talent. You know what I mean? So like he did like no, he had LeBron. But like surrounding LeBron with talent though, that like, you know That's not hard. Work with LeBron. Just shooters. We all know what LeBron needs. We need Listen, shooters and we, we say that's shooters. not hard. Shooters and dudes to play defense. Championships out of out of his I don't know, I don't know, 15 years, whatever it is. Like, LeBron hasn't, like, LeBron's not winning every single year. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but, like, has- if you have him on your team, you're basically guaranteed to go to the finals. And then at that point, it's everybody else's fault. <laughs> like, habitually. And, it's, it's not LeBron's fault, except, like, what, 2011? And, like, my understanding is in his entire career, they, his team's only been favored to win the finals, like, twice, I think. And he's got three rings. So, so what? Like both the times they were favored. What? I think LeBron. I have no idea. Um, they were favored to win. That that be if that's the case, that's hilarious. Yeah, because I think it's he, like he won. In which case, he won. He won finals. He shouldn't have won and lost ones. He shouldn't have lost, which is wild to me. But like getting a good team around LeBron is not hard. For starters, you have LeBron. All right. Once you once you that what you need is you need some shooters. All right. They're a dime a dozen at this point, if we're being honest. All right. You need some dudes who can play defense. A little bit harder to find, but you can find them. Um, you might want a rebounder. Like it, it just might be useful to have. And then you just kind of wait for LeBron to pass to them and they hit open shots. So are we saying that LeBron? Hold on. So are we saying that a team that LeBron's on, no one else receives credit or should receive credit except LeBron? Okay, so no, no, no. it it's LeBron. It's another dude. When LeBron gets tired, maybe you need a third, and then everybody else is like a role player. And like sometimes you don't get that because you know. Actually, he's had that every time, except what? That time he played against San Antonio in, what, 2007? The other times, like, LeBron fell asleep in 2011. Um, We got a somewhat healthy weight in 2012. No, 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 no. Let's not even... We're not, we're not, we're not going to make this false narrative that LeBron fell asleep in 2011. Like, that's a... LeBron falling asleep in 2011 is a false narrative. Like, they got, rocked, they got beat by a much better team at that point because that was, they got beat by a much better team at that point. The Dallas Mavericks were a much better team. LeBron didn't fall asleep. Like, LeBron's stats don't... Like, LeBron's stats being lower don't say that he fell asleep. Like, LeBron was at that point still trying to figure out how to win, and it was the first year that they that they all came together. So, like, it wasn't him falling asleep. It was just the Dallas Mavericks doing their thing, if you remember right. Like, during that time, it was the Dallas Mavericks doing their thing. LeBron did not fall asleep. 
right. LeBron was LeBron. All right, so maybe you could tell me otherwise. We we might have to look into the stats, but LeBron during that series is averaging like 15, 16 shots a game. Like maybe I got to look a little bit deeper into the like stats, but I don't think that's enough for King, bro. We're talking, wait, uh, 2011? 2011. 2011 playoffs or the, the particular series? Yeah, Final. just the finals. And I'm trying to like see what his other like stats are in the, in like other series, like other uh, final series. Because if we look at it and LeBron happens to be like more aggressive or like getting more shots than we, it's like, well, I still he's, don't consider that falling asleep, though. This is the only one where he's just, he, he didn't do well. I don't figure that, but I, I, don't, I don't consider that falling asleep. I consider that on the rise to become LeBron or who we became, who we come to know as LeBron, right? In 2011, he still ain't won nothing. So okay, like, so it's 2011. In the tw- okay, so in the 2011 final, he averaged 17.8 points, 1.7 steals, 6.8 assists. 7.2 rebounds, shooting 47% from the field, 32% from deep, um, 60% from uh, the free throw line. Those aren't LeBron numbers, except like that. Those aren't those, look, but, but you're saying those aren't LeBron numbers. Yes, those aren't LeBron numbers of the years following. But LeBron up to that point, at that point in the finals, to where he's only been one point in his life, that was LeBron trying to get to where he was. And, and so that wasn't LeBron falling asleep at that moment. That was LeBron trying to eclipse uh, 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 the 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 previous LeBrons that were that were getting knocked out by the Celtics and the previous LeBrons that were getting knocked out by you know San Antonio or whatever other team that knocked them out in the previous playoffs. Like that's not LeBron falling asleep. That's just LeBron not reaching the pinnacle of what we know LeBron has today. So like LeBron, fall, like you can. That's not LeBron falling asleep in the, at that moment. In con- like in the context of 2011, that wasn't LeBron falling asleep. That was the Dallas Mavericks doing their thing. But in hindsight, it looks like LeBron fell asleep because we know his stats going forward. But at that time, it was not him falling asleep. Even at, at that, that time, it was it, him. Let's go back to 2007. Where it was, I know it was it was just him, but much more aggressive. In like San, San Antonio's job was to stop LeBron. Yeah, because it was just him. Now it wasn't him falling asleep. It was him. Ad- it was him adapting, right? It was him adapting to this uh, th- big three or whatever it was, uh, two and a half. Gosh, I don't count uh, It was him adapting to that scenario. So like, so like, it, listen, it was him adapting to that scenario. It wasn't him falling asleep. He was still adapting to what it was, and Dallas Mavericks took advantage of the situation, right? But Dallas Mavericks just happened to have a couple Hall of Famers on that team. Just okay, so just for reference, also in the in 07 when he made it to the finals, he averaged 22 points, one steal, 6.8 assists, seven rebounds, shooting 35 percent from the field, uh, 20 percent from three, 69 percent from the free throw line. He played 42 minutes, 42.6 minutes a game. And they got swept. So, and he, from like an efficiency standpoint, he got better in 2011, but still. He also, 
was on the rise because what 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 didn't happen? He didn't get sweep. He didn't get, or swept. He didn't get swept. So it was still him trying to get to the pinnacle of what we know of LeBron today. Can you look up um, Dwayne's Dwayne Dwayne Wade's stats in 2011 in stats? What the finals? Yes. Give me a second because I was just looking at them. Because the stats are just like everybody said. Oh. How did that work? Because <laughs> I'm I'm all with you, but like. You've shown, like, like most people's game plan is to stop LeBron. I know it's, like, different in the playoffs and in the finals, but, like. All right. Like, that is. All right. In those 2011 finals, Wade averaged 26.5 points, 1.5 blocks, 1.5 steals, 5 points to assists, 7 rebounds, shooting 54% from the field, 30% from deep, 69% from from the free throw line. Bosch averaged 18.5 points, one assist, 7.3 rebounds, shooting 41% from the field, and 77% from the free throw line. Yeah. Now, I might have to go back and watch that because I was, what, like 15 when that came back? Like, when that took place? So, Mm -hmm. but if, like, LeBron is still, like, the primary ball handler doing LeBron-esque stuff, which I believe he was at that point, because 2012 was the one where he came back and he was tank LeBron, and he could play, like, in the post a little bit. Like, I get get that as a shift in, like, how he plays, but if LeBron was being point guard LeBron, like, that's, that's just, like, a, that's seven games of a down LeBron. Like that's, that's, that's a tad bit I guess we're just I guess we're just on two different pages of what we call of what we consider down. Because I don't think that I personally personally I'm not considering it down. I'm just considering it as, a, as, as, as an adjustment. Right? It was a it was a process of his life as a, and he was taking adjustments because he was got crazy numbers the first time into the finals and they got swept. So he was he he was using this or not using purposely, but it but in hindsight, this was an adjustment to him kind of taking more of a not more not necessarily more of a backseat, but because Dwayne Wade is just a was a monster, you know what I mean? Like you don't like it is what it is. But he was just making an adjustment of like, oh, I can't be doing all that kind of stuff. Let me, you know. Let me let me, let me you know do some other things in other categories whatever it is and then all of a sudden boom they they didn't get swept but they lost next year he's like okay now I know like the pendulum swings both ways right so all of a sudden now in the middle boom 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 win 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 all the way they got the formula I guess Brian my bad I, I can't I can't be I can be lenient on 2007 that is your first time you ain't got no help. You drag that team. I cannot be so lenient the second time in 2011 when you're eight years into the league and you've done so many amazing things, and then that's the stat line that you pull. But wasn't Jordan also always in the league before he actually won his first ring? I don't know. I'm not worried about the 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 ring thing. I'm more worried about like the performance. Like at least Jordan would still get all the points, even though that's a completely different uh, that's a completely different thing considering you know. He ain't make it to the finals until like what year seven? Like that's not my goal though. So 
it's whatever. Okay. Will forever say that. That's not my goat. It's not my goat. Let's go right here. But uh, I don't know, brother. We argued about LeBron. We talked about Zion. I mean, we agreed that basketball is the new pastime for the United States. I don't care what anybody else says. Because their opinion is invalid. I think that's a good uh, podcast. Yes, it is. All right, let's get on up out of here. And uh, oh, I guess I can do the sign off. All right, uh, <laughs> this is the Channel Hoopers podcast. I am your host, Alan Pettigrew. Uh, and these two fine gentlemen can sign off themselves. Wait, no, they can't, clearly. I forgot the order. <laughs> Crap. Oh, uh, yeah, this is Philip Dixon. You know, remember me. Uh, Pete does the one and only, the kingdom come. All right, so uh, <laughs> why are you giving that face, Alan? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you can follow me in everything and anything, you know what I mean? Because I'm there and I'm ready for you. Hey, shout out. Let's get it. One on one. Color, color, Pratt. Okay. <laughs> Um, and I'm Calvin McGowan. Yeah, hope you enjoyed this. I really don't have much to say at this point. <laughs> All right, we out. All right, shout out Levi.